This is Managing Mayhem. Brought to you by two lawyers and a layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, they're not? Okay, well, let's get going then. Hi, and welcome to Managing Mayhem, a workplace podcast released every two weeks for your office mayhem. Each episode, we cover a new topic to help HR managers and employees navigate the daily workplace mayhem. I'm Jeff. I'm Patty. And I'm Jack, and those people over there are lawyers. I'm definitely not a lawyer. I won't ever be one. (laughs) Maybe, actually. Maybe on TV. (laughs) Sure. So today we are going to talk about Barbie. Barbie is everywhere because Barbie's having a moment. (laughs) Barbie's having a big moment, and I think we're all excited to see the Barbie movie. Um, Also, let's not leave Oppenheimer out. Right. I kind of plan to do the I plan to do the double feature as it seems like it was advertised we ought to. I feel like the marketing teams for both those movies have joined up to create yes. the weekend event and uh, good for them. Give, we haven't seen either also, of those movies at the you know, we haven't seen them yet. So I hope they're, they're out. We haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say too, I think I love that both the way that they marketed the whole thing has gotten me actually excited to go to the movies and I've right. felt like I don't who I don't know if they're going to Okay, be I haven't watched the marketing. So how are they marketing them to make you want, get so excited? Bar- Barbieheimer. <laughs> Barbieheimer. I mean, it just seems so fun, the whole thing, that I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the hell Oppenheimer is going to be about. I don't, even, I barely know what Barbie's going to be about, but I'm ready to go to the movies. And I'm just trying to find a babysitter for our one-year-old. No. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, why are we going to talk about Barbie? Now, Barbie, as people know, Barbie's iconic. And yes. we thought this would be a good time, because she's having a moment, to talk about her historic career path in the workforce unbelievable reign in all careers talk (laughs) about someone who can really you know they can pivot and they can switch you know at the drop of a hat she can pivot without having her limbs even move yeah literally she just has shoulders and hip joints hey when they came out with the world cup barbie and they gave her those knees uh that was a big event all right game changer game changer i remember the the struggle was real to put on barbie's clothes and ken's clothes without when an arm would pop out of the socket it was it was a dark day dramatic (laughs) medic so let's talk about the origin of barbie just real quickly um, the inventor, Ruth Handler, she and her husband started Mattel and another partner, but Ruth was the the brainchild behind um, Barbie. And Get in 1959, Ruth. teenage fashion model Barbie came out dun, 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 in a bathing suit. She was iconic in that it was the first time... First of all, she was three-dimensional. We had gone from paper dolls. We had gone away from baby dolls that you're nurturing, you're giving a bottle to, changing their diaper. Um, It was not traditional. It was an adult. She was single with no children, so no husband. So even when you're playing with the Barbie, you go from playing, I'm my role is to mother the doll, and then with the Barbie, you are kind of like putting yourself into Barbie's shoes. You're saying, right. oh, she, she's an adult. I can contextualize myself as a more adult, professional, eventually person. Right. It gave a new narrative. A teen model. 
yeah, yeah. teen model watch out <laughs> someone tried to yeah. sign me in idaho one time and then i said what and they said it's a scam and i didn't know <laughs> you know barbie actually had ken who's a boyfriend um, I treated Ken. I thought you meant kin like like family. <laughs> no, she did have kin. On the Mayflower. <laughs> but Ken was pretty peripheral. He was an accessory. She was the modern independent woman. And yeah. um, Ruth Handler initially said they did not make her to be very attractive because they didn't want to intimidate children, which I found mm. interesting because in the 70s, <laughs> you'll see she changes to much more of like the California beach girl model look. Mm-hmm. So just one more fun fact. First year, they made $351,000. Nine years later, $500 million. Mm, And Barbie damn. now makes $1.9 billion a year just for Barbie revenue. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to imagine that this year is going to be a, a slight bump in profit just with the movie and mm-hmm. like all of these. I think they're going to make a lot of Killian Murphy's. Is it Cillian Murphy or Killian? I don't know. And Still I have no idea. <laughs> I'm afraid to go there. <laughs> Killian Murphy. We're waiting too. for the uh, yeah the the Oppenheimer Barbie crossover. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine it has Barbie like two collection. heads and two <laughs> heads and different arms. Like <laughs> Jeff might buy a Barbie for the first time then. <laughs> yeah, I think for me that Barbie did provide a. a a place to be creative you know was mm-hmm. i remember making all these different dresses for barbie and you can kind of imagine all these different situations and, they were yeah, impressive you got the, jack you got the yeah. tiny tailor the mini sewing machine to make I mean, those dresses yes and so. you made brooks brothers looking suits for ken you had beautiful mm-hmm. gowns for barbie I mean, all was... with tape and a little bit of thread wrap and felt and the <laughs> way you go off to the ball Now, for me, I was obviously just right there when new stuff for Barbie was coming out, the Barbie dream house, the the Mm -hmm. Barbie carry case, you know, eventually there was a Barbie townhouse with a little elevator. I mean, there was, you know, I know that Barbie has been criticized. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. For being vapid, materialistic, her body not proportionate. We could even have a whole podcast on that, which we're not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we're going to talk about her career path. Yeah, we want because... to find out how she afforded the elevator in her house. In her house. <laughs> and so, you know, let's let's dive into some of her careers. I mean, she has an impressive resume. Um, yeah. I mean, we we got everything from flight attendant, surgeon. She's a she's a an Olympian. I think she's been in the Olympics more than Michael Phelps. That's um, right. In both so summer many and winter as well. <laughs> she no, has no. been a skier, a gymnast. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too because in 1959 she started as the teenage fashion model, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then it seems like around 1961 there are these more traditional jobs where she's like a straight up nurse. There's mm-hmm. not much that's like super Flight attendant. jazzy outfit for her. it's just a normal right. right, pretty traditional looking outfit, conservative. Right. In mm-hmm. 1963 too then they had her be career girl which i mm-hmm. love the career girl outfit um it's a huge hat and then also a, a skirt suit and then a three-quarter sleeve on the top of the suit with a long black satin glove that covers all arm it's Ooh. pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because i feel like i don't i wonder this if they started to make barbie's have more jobs and be more quote-unquote normal um, because they thought it was a good business move or if women were entering the workforce more so they felt like right. oh we can we can maybe help girls see themselves in jobs I don't know yeah well it's interesting when you look at the list you see there are a handful of professions in this in the early 60s and there's kind of a gap 
between like 1966 and uh, 73, where she has another, you know, more flight attendant, Olympian, uh, babysitter, equestrian. But then in the 80s, it starts to really ramp up where you're getting business executive, astronaut, veterinarian, travel mm-hmm. agent. You're getting actress, figure skater. I mean, you have an army, U.S. Army officer, UNICEF ambassador. And so you have all of these careers. They're launching by the 90s. It's almost like 10 different Barbie careers a, a year. And right. I, I do think her resume explodes. I, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I think it has to be. It's really helpful when you don't have a lot of examples of jobs or maybe just different kinds of job opportunities mm-hmm. to see one person in all these different roles, to see yeah. this one doll do all these different things that maybe it kind of makes me think like, oh, I'm imagining myself doing that thing or I'm imagining myself in that different context. And that's kind of cool to like recontextualize yourself. Well, that's kind of the question of Mattel, right? And that's the question you were just asking. Did Mattel, especially when we look at towards the 80s onward, hmm. are they, and this is, I'm asking just your guys' opinion, are they doing what you're saying, Jack, where they're trying to create exposure for new professions for women um, to see themselves in? Or are they just trying to profit off of, hmm. oh, it's the Summer Olympics, or it's a presidential election year, hmm. um, or both? Or I don't know. I mean, pay what you think. You know, I think they actually, I'm going to give them kudos early on for Ruth Handler. <laughs> um, she, she did say in an interview, she had children. She really struggled with staying at home. She wanted to be in business, a businesswoman. I can see that reflected in some of her Barbie dolls, you know, mm-hmm. that she had the astronaut early on. She had a college graduate in 1965, Barbie. I, I, so I give kudos to that. I also agree, Jeff, that in the 80s, 90s, they, they had to keep step. I mean, women were in the yeah. workforce, so they had right. to do that. You know, I, I diss it a little bit. To me, it looks like it's a more keeping up when they still would have, um, okay, it looks like they're a firefighter, but are they just a sexy firefighter? You know right. what I mean? Or, or is it a legitimate firefighter? They're still wearing heels or, you know what I mean? Like but the, sur- the surgeon Barbie cracks me up because she's straight up in just like a scrubs no wrap dress with no pants on. <laughs> no pants on. It's high fashion <laughs> and it's surgery. <laughs> and it's unsafe. It's the other thing is, is that I, I, I look at 19... 19- <laughs> Like imagine if you're if you're if you're a surgeon was just wearing like shorts. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Where are your pants? I'm putting pants on, please. I mean, I think that Mattel kept Barbie relevant in the '80s by having her work at day, but they still had her glitzy at night because they were recognizing. Uh, and I think they had a theme, didn't they? That Barbie can do anything. Um, yeah, it was that men. Barbie that like um, they had a song that came out and it was like "We Girls Can Do Anything" in right. 1985, mm-hmm. and they had that the Barbies loved to work nine to five and they also deserve to have fun afterwards mm-hmm. and then it was like barbie and kind of like at a party or something right and they I thought that was interesting because you could see both sides of that too where you're like yeah oh it's awesome we love like the working nine to five career driven and then also deserving fun afterwards it could get into tricky territory that a woman should be able to work nine to five and then look glitzy and glamorous after all that and perform all these other roles in life that also put pressure on women i don't yeah it could be total pressure and also like the kinds of fun obviously that women have is more varied than showing up somewhere in a gown but like (laughs) it's kind of this interesting thing where it's like is it supporting something or is it also problematic i don't know but then it's kind of that chicken before the egg thing obviously i mean obviously barbie the fact that she had jobs didn't create jobs in the world (laughs) she didn't (laughs) But, but i wonder what percentage of 
girls went into these different careers because of the influence that Barbie had right. or not. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was none. Well, I, you know, I thought about that for myself and I'm like, you know, I had a very strong role model in my mom. And so that was mm-hmm. my influence. I did not look to Barbie for career guidance and they never did a lawyer Barbie other than I think at one point they did a Legally Blonde, the character from Legally Blonde. with the As pink. lawyers, I think that would be a more boring Barbie. <laughs> But, but I, I can my Corporate struggle. law. Corporate law. <laughs> Contracts. I, mean, Con- <laughs> I want to be an astronaut. Come on. Or an Olympian. I think my struggle with Barbie is that it really kind of was two-faced in a way. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it was progressive in that they added all kinds of varied and complex careers to her resume. But while they were still making her all about makeup and yeah. superficiality and not changing the body type and, you know, so on and so on. And I, mm-hmm. I don't want to, uh, to trash Mattel on it, but I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And that's why their profits dipped significantly. And they had to change, you know, they had to change and offer more careers and eventually even in 2016 change body types. So yeah, I don't know if it's the chicken or the um, egg. The the thing that's interesting about the jobs is in the earlier, like the 80s ones, there's the astronaut, but still the astronaut has like a... No pants? No, <laughs> astronaut has pants. <laughs> astronaut has pants on, but there's like a, a fun astronaut skirt that I can turn in for like after hours astronaut. Oh yeah, the space party, party mini skirt. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like that weird thing where it's like how much of it is fetishizing or still... That's what I'm saying. It's like, and it's that complex thing of what are you promoting? Is it who's promoting it and for what reason? Um, is yes. it in order for the doll to be sexy and successful or is it like... It's playing both sides. Yeah. Because as a lawyer, I didn't re- I didn't wear a pink suit, but I wore heels and a suit. Right. I do think that there is, and this is coming from a male, I mean, but I do think that there, there is some empowerment on a, a couple different levels. No, but it, no, but it also makes sense because she started as a fashion person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like fun that she's like, I'm an astronaut and also a fashion, a fastronaut. But it's like, right. I mean, I, she's targeting a market, right? I mean, there's a marketing component of like who their audience is, right? And yes. they expand that and they want to show, okay, she can do all these things, but she's also what she's been yeah. where it's, it's a, there's a fashion component. I mean, she that was attractive. fashion. Yes. That was attractive to you, Jack. I mean, yes. as a kid, you liked that yeah. part of it, you know? And well, so also it shows that there's not just one side to a person. Barbie right. shouldn't be chastised for wanting to be fashionable like i love to go right. to a work situation and feel like i feel confident and cute in my outfits because i like clothes too right. when you're trying to get people excited about these jobs as well and you don't want to just show like you're not going to show the surgeon with like blood all over the front <laughs> right, right no but like but like i want photo realistic <laughs> right. uniforms jobs i don't know it's a kid's toy the but... problem is is that when we get that this doll represents all women right but it's hard when you have a lot a large population of girls looking at this comparing themselves so that's where you get to tricky stuff that's all yeah it's highly complicated <laughs> but, but... read the quote <laughs> read the quote um <laughs> So this is from Stephanie Coe, the senior vice president of marketing for Barbie. This came this this was like 2018 when she said this, but she goes, for more than 50 years, Barbie has served as a reflection of fashion, culture, and aspiration to girls of all ages. Barbie inspires girls to try on different careers, encourages uh, encouraging them to play out their dreams and explore the world and all of its possibilities. We believe role playing with Barbie leads to real life opportunities and are very proud to partner with organizations who continue to inspire girls and women with the belief and confidence that they can do anything and so that's 2018 
it's very clear that they think they're trying to promote different careers. And they think that mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. Barbie in different careers is actually going to lead to women entering right. those careers. And I, I see that, and kudos again to them in more recent decades where they're promoting STEM jobs where un- women are underrepresented. So suddenly you have mm-hmm. engineering jobs. They finally had an architect. I mean, I'm comparing that to 1968 where they had the talking Barbie who said, math is hard, let's go shopping, which drew right. a lot of backlash. So mm-hmm. again, they're yeah. evolving. I'm right. I'm complimenting them that they are looking to promote opportunities. And so, you know, that is important. Even the STEM Barbie and the architecture Barbie, they don't have like a zip off pants either. They're just in the things you would wear to those jobs. And the military people have boots now, right. no, not heels. Yeah, I mean, you can go on their website right now and buy a, uh, I just had it, hold on. Just putting it in his cart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> add the cart. No, you, you can go on their website right now and buy a Stanley Cup Barbie. But you can also, they have like a whole environmentalist line of Barbies and they're all made out of recycled plastic, which I think is kind of cool. Um, oh, that is cool. But yeah. yeah, I do think that they've, They've come a long way. I will say that, Patty. I agree with you. I think I think you're right towing the line. There's been a lot of not good stuff and a lot of attempts at good things, and you can kind of pick out the good from the bad sometimes. You know, I, I... Math is hard. Math is hard. I, I actually do identify with that Barbie. Where can I buy that one? I do want to go shopping. You know, the, the one thing that I find odd, though, is that they've had six Barbies as presidential, U.S. presidential candidates. And why not ever make her a president until 2023? They just came out with a U.S. female president, Barbie. So I pledge allegiance. Yeah, it's been a long (laughs) road. To Mattel. The United Barbie, a Barbie world. Um, I think that the interesting thing about this, that this gets me thinking about, and I think is really exciting about what that quote said, is that getting kids involved and seeing themselves in different jobs Right. is very key it's it's huge it's like i know katie your daughter our sister mm-hmm. went and saw where your mom was working and she was inspired to get into the medical field because she mm-hmm. got to see what that place was like so yes. obviously it's not just barbie it's how do we get people involved in their community seeing what jobs are like how can businesses start to to have that kind of outreach or influence I think there are ways, obviously, you know, it's not just through buying Barbie dolls. There are ways that companies can engage communities, students at a very young age, elementary school, where they Mm -hmm. invite um, schools to field trips to see what people are doing, Uh, bring your child to work day, um, Mm -hmm. other career fairs, uh, visiting schools. I know I went as a prosecutor and people wanted to hear all the gory stories of a prosecutor, but there was a little girl that came up to me afterwards, like, I am so excited. I want to be a lawyer. And I got kind of choked up. It was kind of inspiring. You're her real life, like, you know, you're a real life example of I'm a real life Barbie. (laughs) You are the law Barbie. You don't need one. You are the law Barbie. Right. (laughs) No, I think, I think those community outreach are, are, are great, but I, I think that having your company kind of culture, your mission out there as well is important and, and people can get behind that. I mean, I look at like Patagonia, um, they sell high-end outdoor wear, but they have a really positive environmental mission, um, right. which a lot of people are attracted to. And so I think if you can craft that and work with your company and put that out there, I think that can be powerful as well, as well as 
going to schools and meeting with kids. I, you know, it's it, it's fun. It also gives teachers a break because when we had guest speakers, oh, those days were the best. Back Thank in my God. teacher days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say, though, I'm thinking of going to school and telling people about being a lawyer. And I remember when my husband Rob went to Jack's school and he was t- telling them how to draft a contract. And then Jack, he felt so overshadowed by what some some guy that was everyone was so excited this guy's dad came in who worked with birds of prey and we were all like yes (laughs) (laughs) my dad was like opened a briefcase and was like okay and it was like that thank you rob (laughs) all the kids got a slow clapping who wants to see the owl (laughs) (laughs) um i think i think barbie uh i can't i can't attest to the movie but barbie no matter what whether you love her hate her or feel indifferent um, she is iconic. She's been around for over 60 years and she's made an impact. She's made an impact. And just remember, you can't do businesses by engaging the community and really getting out there. Yeah, making clear what sets you apart from everybody else and show people what you're all about. So it's a Barbie girl and a Barbie boy in a Barbie world and it's Barbie joy. Exactly. And here is the SHRM activity code for today it is 24E3URV. 24E3URV. That's a tongue twist. That one's hard. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, <laughs> Let's go shopping. Let's Truly, go shopping. let's go shopping. I don't actually mind that motto. Math is hard. Let's go shopping. I feel like I would have, I really would have. That makes sense to me. Anyways. Uh, and if you want to share your favorite Barbie story, go to admin at mnwlegal.com. How did you play with your Barbie? Yeah. Hope you guys have a great oh, week. God. <laughs> Don't send us that. Bye. Bye. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely 